Welcome to Thrive Beyond Pornography, the podcast where real couples like us candidly navigate the journey to a healthier, more connected life. Join us as we share personal experiences, expert insights, and practical tips to help you thrive in your relationships and break free. Together, let's repair and build a rock-solid connection, becoming a couple that can overcome any challenge. You're listening to the Self Mastery Podcast, where we break through barriers holding you back from becoming who you want to be. Whether you're struggling with pornography, overeating, social media addiction, or just want to get better at succeeding at life, this podcast is for you. Now your host, Zach Spafford. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another beautiful Mastery Monday. I'm your host, Zach Spafford. I want to tell you about the day that I lost my job. It was a great day. It was Mother's Day, actually. And the person that let me go was also my best friend. He let me go because he had hired me to do a job that I wasn't qualified for. And I didn't provide him any real value other than he liked having me around. And as someone who had you know, dealt with pornography in my own life and who had succeeded at overcoming it, I think he also wanted me around because he thought if he spent time with me, that it would also help him. And... Now, his company at the time was going through a rough patch, and I I needed to go since I was really the least useful person on his staff, uh, making the most money, really. And for me, it was a relief. The truth was, I had been moving away from working with him for a few months. I was not just there to provide value. I was really kind of there to help my friend get his work done and help him really stay away from pornography while we worked. And I think that sounds like a really strange job description. And some of you might say, well, that's babysitting. And, you know, that's a very expensive babysitter. But I want you to understand that I was doing this both because he and I were friends, but also because it was something that he was trying to do to help him achieve the things that he wanted to get done. Now, don't get me wrong. He had a great life and he had a good income and that's why he could hire me and he did hire me but he also needed someone to sit next to him while he was on the computer and help him so that he wouldn't look at pornography while he tried to work now interestingly i once made the mistake of working on my own computer and facing the same direction he was so an arm's length apart from him but looking at my own computer and not his and he was standing at his desk where i was sitting so we were, you know, that not that far apart looking in the same direction. And he was working merrily along trying to build us a new company, and I was working merrily along trying to build us a new company. And he stopped working for a moment, and he walked out of the office, and I assumed it was to go to the bathroom or to talk to his kids because we worked in his home office, and suddenly his wife came storming in and said, "You need to put your computer up on his desk so that you can see his monitor at all times because he can't be trusted." My friend sheepishly came back to his desk right next to me, an arm length away from me, and started typing while his wife stood there with her head practically in flames. Now, don't don't get me wrong. I love both of these people. They're wonderful humans, and they're my favorite people. And the problem was that he had been looking at pornography right next to me. He'd been flicking back and forth from what he was doing for work and what he was doing to feel something else, right? Feel alive, feel uh, feel less comf- uncomfortable, right? Because what he was doing, he was buffering, and he was trying to feel less uncomfortable at that moment. That moment 
was one of the last times I actually worked side by side with my friend. It was probably the beginning of a rough patch in our friendship, and it was certainly the beginning of the end of our business dealings. You see, he had been using me as he had been using so many other people and other things in his life to keep him safe. I don't fault him for that, and I don't I don't want you to feel like he was using me was a statement is a statement of accusation at all. I want you to understand that what he was doing, he was literally paying me way too much to watch him use his computer so that he could feel safe. And in the moments after that, I think he realized that he was no longer safe. And once he was no longer felt that I was able to keep him safe while we worked, we only worked together maybe two or three more times in the next three months. And I had watched and I had studied my friend for years. At this point, I knew a few things about him. Part of the reason I believe that he had hired me was that I had been open with my struggle to overcome pornography use in my life and he desperately wanted to stop using pornography himself. And I think he will. And there are a lot of reasons why he will and there are a lot of reasons that, are, that he's still held back. But he has, by his own estimate, and his wife's had an episode a week on average for 15 years with little change. But that moment, that moment that he viewed pornography while I was sitting next to him made me think of a moment in my own past that I feel really super ashamed to admit. And until now, I've really never told anyone, not even my wife. I had done the same thing years earlier on a sleepy little road in a little duplex sitting on my couch with my friends in the room facing me while I was on my laptop. I looked at pornography while I was chatting with my friends in my living room. And until this moment, no one else but me knew it. My friends whom I love dearly and I still keep in contact with, they have no idea. They, they could be listening to this right now and they would have no idea what I'm talking about. And in writing this, I feel empathy for my friend more than anything. I'm disappointed for my friend. I'm not disappointed in him. And I'm sorry that he's dealing with this and I'm not angry that he looked at pornography while I was sitting there next to him. I'm sad for his family, not mad at his choices that may have jeopardized my own progress, right? Like that could have, that could have been a moment where I started to go down my own path again, back to pornography. More than anything, I'm sympathetic to his wife who doesn't know what else to do and loves him. I'm not upset that she yelled at me for not being a good enough you know, good enough at my job to keep my friend from looking at pornography. The struggle is so tangible for so many. Some of you have done something similar. Some of you have done something that you consider way worse. My own version of this story is a happy ending. That episode where I was viewing pornography on my laptop in my living room while my friends sat opposite was not some great turning point. It wasn't even really a blip in the radar on my overall usage. It was just a moment. But it is a moment I can look back on and see the man I once was with poignant clarity. It's an opportunity for me to see myself in the actions of others. In some way, it is, I believe, a way to understand the role of the Savior, Jesus Christ, in my own process of healing and repentance. The man I worked with is someone who provided for my family for about a year when a dark cloud was hanging over us. He's not a caricature of that one moment. None of us are caricatures of our worst moments. Each of us is a complex person capable of greatness. 
we are all just as capable of making mistakes that sit with us for the rest of our lives. Those mistakes, they don't need to define us. What we do with them is what defines us. The moment I was let go, the moment my friend fired me, had nothing to do with pornography. It was all about his business and the need for his business to be able to thrive. And I was really, I, I really should never have been there. But I took the job because he wanted to give it to me. And that was okay. But the moment he fired me, I was free to pursue my own path rather than build something that my friend wanted. I stopped wavering about becoming a coach. And I set my whole future focus on becoming the number one LDS men's coach in the world. I wanted nothing more than to create a system, a process, a path that other men could walk in order to finally and forever leave pornography behind. I went to Jody Moore's Beebold Masters and I found a vocabulary. And I found an understanding for the process that I had gone through to become free of my pornography usage. I had never really put into words what I did to become free from my addiction until then. I just did it. I worked on it every single day and I did certain things. And then every once in a while, my wife would ask me, what did you do to stop looking at pornography? And I would describe a piece of what I was doing. And then Jody, when I found the work that she showed me and the work that I learned at the life coach school when I became certified, I found a depth, I found an understanding, and I found reasoning behind how what I did worked. That's actually why I became a coach. I could be doing anything. I had a successful career at a major insurance company. I had been an entrepreneur for some time as well. I have an advanced degree, and I love working with people. I'm great at sales. But being a coach for men and women who struggle with addictive behaviors, especially pornography use, is an opportunity to change people's lives in a way that they themselves are unaware is even possible. I see it as a way to change the lives of those around me. So if you're struggling with addictive behaviors, pornography, overeating, excessive video game usage, let me help you. Sign up for this month's webinar. It's going to be on August 19th at 7 o'clock. Feel free to come. Check it out. There's going to be a link in the description. You're going to love it. It's going to be amazing, and it's going to change your life. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, thanks for listening to the Self Mastery Podcast. Every day I get requests from people who are looking to change something in their life. If that is you, if you need help overcoming your addictive behavior like pornography use, sign up for a free mini session at zackspafford.com slash workwithme. That's zackspafford.com slash workwithme. I'll put a link in the show notes for you to follow. Also, it would mean the world to me if you were to leave a review for us wherever you get your podcast. It'll go a long way to helping others find us. Thanks again. Thanks for listening to Thrive Beyond Pornography. If you're seeking guidance and support to overcome pornography for good and begin creating a thriving life beyond it, check out my free webinar, How to Overcome Pornography with Skills that Actually Work. You'll learn practical, proven skills guided by an expert coach who has personally overcome pornography. Whether you're getting started for just yourself or along with your spouse, Darcy and I can teach you the tools that will help you put your life on the right path for you. Be sure to check out the show notes for a direct link. And if you could take a moment to leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts, it would mean the world to us. 
Your reviews play a significant role in helping others discover the show so they can join us on this transformative journey. Thank you for being part of the Thrive Beyond Pornography community. Until our next episode, stay strong, stay focused, and keep thriving.